Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com/results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com/results. Terms and conditions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready get 30, ready get 20 20, ready get 20 20, ready get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Happy New Year. Hi everybody, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Penn Holderness. Welcome to two things, to the Holderness Family Podcast. Also, welcome to 2022. How's Let's see going? how this goes. Yeah. How do you think this is going to go, honey? Um, so here's the thing. Yeah. I as listeners to this podcast may know, yeah. I, I I love some resolutions. You do. I love a goal. You do. I've got none. That's great. Yeah, so because I feel like you don't want to poke the bear, right? Twenty twenty kind of knocked the wind out of me in terms of like had some goals, had yeah. some things I was doing, and then I've learned to just be okay not knowing, right? So don't you think like if if we hadn't heard about this whole Omicron thing in the last few weeks, hadn't turned into like a little bit of another spike as far <sighs> as cases are concerned, we we wouldn't. <laughs> we're kind of we're not really marching in. 2022 we're not breaking the door down as much so and that has to have something to do with it right i know and i think all of it feels i it doesn't i i made the point this morning like oh this feels like you know march 2020 and you're like no we have vaccines we have boosters like we don't although i just got a text message from a good friend who's you know vaccine and you know has lived very safe in terms of just being very observant and if you know i feel like everybody i know from new york is positive right now yeah and the omicronic is highly contagious i know Um, and we were supposed to be leaving for My, yeah, Miami. that's right. Yeah, t- so t- tomorrow, right? Right. If t- you're listening to this on January second. Um, January 4th. 4th. Yeah. If you're listening, oh my gosh, I don't even know what, yeah. You may jump in? Yeah. Because you're still in that post-Christmas vortex. Yeah. Like you don't know what day it is. We haven't like fully gotten back into work. So it's January the 4th. We have a giant circle on our calendar on January 5th. We've been telling you about it for a while. The Amazing Race season premiere is tomorrow night. We are in the amazing race, which is 
bonkers, right? We were going to meet with the entire cast. Who I love. Who we love. Who, And I'm telling you, if you ever go on a, a reality TV show, it may not turn out the way you want to, but you will meet some really cool people. And when you're in the soup together, you get to be really close friends. Anyway, we were supposed to meet him. I mean, this shouldn't sound too surprising, even though you know there are ways to be safe just because of the rate of spreading. We just decided, everyone decided we weren't going to go. We were going to try to do it later in March. Hopefully it's going to be better then. Yeah. We're going to go to Miami. Yeah. And like have a blast. I know. So I'm so sad about a cute dress. Yeah. I know. Anyway, I can say I can wear my cute dress. Anyway, so today we thought this podcast, we are going to do episode recaps of The Amazing Race that will air, you know, on probably on Fridays here as a pod in podcast we, we, form. We may be able to pull out a late Thursday, but probably Friday. Probably a yeah. Friday if you're interested. And we are, we're just going to assume that not everybody is. And that's totally fine. Yeah. But we did have some conversations and preparations for The Amazing Race that we've made a practice. And so we thought we would talk to you a little bit about how we decided to talk to each other when times got hard. Because here's what we know about life. It's going to get hard sometimes. Not just in a reality show, but just general life is going to suck sometimes. And it's easy to love your person, right? When the sun is shining and the birds are chirping. But when those storms roll in, that is the true test of a relationship. Right. And boy, oh boy, did we pick the right show to go on when it comes to that. Because built in, baked in, you may say, to The Amazing Race. And again, this is season 33 that's starting. Baked into it is stress triggers all over the place. In particular, stress triggers on relationships because it's you go through this race two by two right and you can't be more than 10 feet apart from the other person so everything that you do you do together yeah so you can't be more than 20 feet apart from your person the entire time that's yeah. they need you kind of in the same shot and so we'd seen every episode and it's surreal to be on the show itself now and we can't give you any spoilers obviously we'll never give any spoilers but we knew from the beginning that this show is famously hard on couples for some reason, like not even like the siblings or father, daughter, or it's friend, the married it, couples, it, the married couples yeah. that they kind of, it can tear you apart. So. I mean, we can, we can go back. There was this one famous couple where they were married and the husband became so unhinged. They had to go into counseling afterwards. Then they came back on the show and they had obviously done some work on their marriage and they won it. And, you know, we and I, I promise this is not going to be about the amazing race in like uh, one minute. Just bear with us one more minute. So like we did a lot of running with our backpacks and as many strength training sessions as our schedules with like working kids would allow. Like we definitely didn't do it or I didn't do enough. Honestly, we spent the most time in conversation about how we wanted to talk to each other on the race because, of course, winning would be amazing. But our marriage was the priority. And so it really has helped us to now frame conversations like we have a path, we have a roadmap, knowing that times get tough and they have gotten tough of how we want to talk to each other and how we want to communicate in those tough times. Um, and it's been really helpful. And we want to share those with you today. Yeah. And we did this again, specifically for the race, but we're, we're now using them during carpool. Yeah. During stressful times at work. Yeah. So our marriage counselor taught us about peacetime and wartime conversations. So when we're at peace, um, that's probably the best time to bring up things that have been lingering on your mind. Like, hey, Penn, I, I'm sitting here. I'm, I have a calm heart. I've noticed when, you know, you come home, 
You take your pants off in front of the fridge and eat that cold, happened one time. Eat cold chicken wings standing with the fridge door open. You uh, you leave your pants there, and there's buffalo sauce on the door handle, and it creates some work for me in the morning. So, could you keep your pants on, or could you take them upstairs with you, or could you put a hamper near the fridge? So, like now, like now is a good time to have that conversation. Or you could say to me, Kim, you said we'd split morning carpool duty. But I've noticed that I'm the person doing it every day. I agree. I agree. And, and look, we went through counseling and I want to just want to jump in and say that I had trouble with this. Yeah. I had trouble with this because, uh, and look, I'm going to tell you why I had trouble. And then I'm going to tell you why I learned how to deal with it. Um, any, any dudes out there who, who ever use the term you're harshing my mellow, <laughs> like you, like you just, you, if you're in like a peaceful time, you don't want someone coming up and telling you something that's been bothering you. So my instinct at first, this is like, um, this is going way back years back. My instinct was I'm going to bring this up when we're already yelling at each other so we can get it all out of the way at once. Yeah. <laughs> because I like, honestly, during this peacetime right now where we're sitting here, we've got all our work done. I, I don't want to get into it. Uh, I don't want to get into a conversation at peacetime because it, it, it brings me down. Now here's the problem. If we decide to do the other, which is bring it up during wartime, your body cannot handle it. Your brain and your physiology cannot handle it. And you are guaranteed to fail if you bring it up in wartime. Yeah. Remember all the things that we talked about in the book, like what, what happens to your body and brain when you're at wartime and when you're at stress? Yeah. And so even not just even in a fight. So if we were in a fight, let's say, and I'm like, and another thing you take, you leave, you make a huge mess or Doesn't something work. like that. Terrible timing. Cause that's probably, that's not what the fight's about. Or, you know, if there's normal family struggle, like every family has those stressing stress points. And if you're both in, in the soup and, and I'm like, oh yeah. And another thing, hon, I'm going to need you to clean up terrible timing. That's just piling on. So it, I think it's best to decide like, hey, and, and you could say like, hey, wh when can we chat about this? I'd love to come up with a better solution. That's, that's the solution. Yeah. So you understand what I'm saying too, right? Of course. Just because I, I do sometimes feel like I'm fighting to get like out of a, out of a stress wave that's almost like surfing us into shore. And then once I get to shore, I want to just kind of sit and and be okay with it. And so I, I think you just said something really important. I think saying like, look, I know you're enjoying this brief amount of peace in your life. Like, when can we talk about this? Because it is important. We've got to talk about the about yeah. these things. But yeah, for me, I had a tough time just like knowing that we were out of the thick of it and we were at peace. And then here comes something else. That's right. just that's my brain. So the number one piece of advice is just just decide the best time mm -hmm. to, to talk about these things. You've gotten really good at that. Like yeah. You've said, it's interesting, and you've learned how to say it the right way. You've said, let's not talk about this now. Yeah. On many occasions. And Kim, when we were first seeing each other and everything seemed kind of perfect. And if you had said, let's not talk about this now, I, my brain would go down this like crazy rabbit hole thinking, wait a minute, what does she mean by that? Like, I'm going to get yelled at later. What is it? I mean, it, like, it, yeah, just, just like now's, now's not the best time for my brain to process this stuff. Could we, can we do it tomorrow and just be okay with that? Yeah. So I had to get used to hearing that too. I think we yeah. all do. But now that I hear that, I'm like, oh yeah, let's not talk about this now. We're going to talk about this later. We're going to be okay. Our marriage is going to make it until that point. It's okay. not going to be dark and angry and everything else. Okay. Our next 
piece that we talked about in peacetime, talk about how you would talk to each other in wartime. So whatever your rules of war. So we just decide this is just ours. We don't cuss at each other. I mean, it's not that we don't cuss for the record. We just never in a fight. We don't call each other names. And we will go to bed angry. For me, I'm a disaster when I'm tired. So if it's getting to be really late, I'm like, babe, let's just let's hit pause. And we have some others that we've adopted too. Also, if you know, say, I mean, that that's more of like, when we're fighting, but if we're struggling, if I'm struggling on something that has nothing to do with you, but just in life, I don't need, this is funny. This was, this kind of comes to the race, but like, I don't need like a loud cheerleader. I, I like a, you got this, but I don't like being the center of attention. Oh my gosh. You sound like our daughter. I know. At I don't, the tennis tournaments. I know. I don't like being that. So, you know, when we were, you were so kind, you know, my, when my grandmother passed, you were like a list, you were being such a cheerleader, like you've done this, you've done this. I'm like, I don't need a loud cheerleader. I need a pat on the back. You got this a big hug. Well, hang on. So this is really useful to me because I don't think we have had an active conversation about this. I don't think I've listed things and you said yes or no. I would love to do that right now. I would love to know like, what is your priority? What do you want to hear? And what don't you want to hear? Okay. And then maybe you could do that for me. We could have like a dual exercise. Okay. If this is, you know what we call this? We call this a useful conversation for people at home. Maybe they'll listen to it and they'll decide to have their own conversation. So, okay. Do you, now this is an important one. I'm going to start with the toughest one. When you're under stress and there's like impending and dooming sadness, do you want me to be funny? Yeah. I mean, laughter through, what is that from Steel Magnolias? Laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. I mean, it's really my, it's my go-to move when you're sad is to try to lift your spirits through, through humor, but I've got to be careful what kind of humor, right? I mean, potty jokes for sure. Do you want a nice long one and a half minute hug? Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah. Do you want someone to hold your hand? depends (laughs) depends <laughs> what does it depend on well it just depends on if i if i'm in full and, and i've had i understand by a few way. anxiety attacks yeah. and so sometimes yes the best thing is just like a big huge bear hug like an anxiety blanket almost and sometimes it's like i just need to be alone by myself in right. the corner isn't that interesting though because i have noticed that you like you will ask for a hug and i will give it to you and sometimes it can be a very very long hug but because my my main kind of contact point is personal touch, physical touch or whatever it's called. Not personal touch, physical touch. <laughs> personal touch. Personal touch. Um, but I, I'll hold your hand and it, this happened early. I would hold your hand and you would like, you'd accept it, but I could tell you like not really wanting to hold my hand right now and mm-hmm. you kind of pull away at some point. And I remember at first I was like, oh, she doesn't want to hold hands with me, but that's not really your, holding hands is not your favorite thing. I like I'm, it. But I don't, I mean, I don't, I see those people walking down. You know what it is, honey? You're a foot taller than yeah, I am. Yeah, no, I get it. And your stride is, uh, you know, it's just larger. So <laughs> I saw this adorable, we went to the beach recently and I saw this adorable couple holding hands, walking down the beach. And I was like, oh, that's, and they were a little older. And I was like, that's going to be us. And then I'm like, no, because that, they're the same height. And, Wait a second. So this is a, this is a gate related thing? Yes, like, this it's is like a, you, yeah, because I feel like I'm slowing you down. Well, no, I want to, I want to, I'm not like dragging you behind me, although there is going to be, there may be some video of that coming up on CBS. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm not a fast person. So maybe I just need to shorten my paces or yeah. maybe you're just not a hand-holding person. You're a great hugger. You don't have to be no, everything. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. you don't have to be hand-holder. Okay, so this is good. So you, you, do, uh, you do like humor at the right time. Mm-hmm. You like a nice hug. You, and I think I heard you say, you got this, but not shake it off. It's okay. Right. Right. Yeah. So explain the difference between those two. Well, you got this means like I acknowledge that you're going through a tough time Mm -hmm. and I believe in you. You can handle this. Mm -hmm. You have what it takes inside of you to handle this. Okay. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This show is sponsored by Care of Pen. The birds are singing. Mm-hmm. The the buds are on the tree. Yes. Winter is finally turning into spring. Yeah, you're a big fan of the spring. And you know, I also love the sun finally coming out from hiding. And you know me. The cold weather just wreaks havoc on my skin, my energy levels, everything. And that is why you've... Kim, you've been trying the Care of Vitamin Packs? Yep, they have these daily packs that you can take on the go, like ceramides, which help reinforce your skin's protective barrier, and iron for energy levels. Yeah, it's awesome because all you do to get started is take a short online quiz about your lifestyle and your health goals, and Care of will give you doctor-backed recommendations. And they ship high-quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. And something new at Care of, if you're not yet ready to subscribe to monthly packs, some of their best-selling vitamins are now also available in bottles. For 50% off your first Care of subscription order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code HOLDERNESS50. That's 50% off your first Care of subscription order at TakeCareOf.com and use code HOLDERNESS50. This episode is brought to you by IQ Bar. Pen, you know I'm always looking for a snack that's both nutritious and tasty. Both a little snacky, yes. Uh, but of course, the healthy stuff tastes like sand, and the stuff that tastes good isn't healthy, right? Not IQ Bar. Their plant protein bars are a quick, low-carb option that I love to grab for my midday slump. So start each day right with IQ Bar's brain and body boosting bars, hydration mixes, and mushroom coffees. Their ultimate sampler pack includes all three. Get seven IQ Bar flavors, four IQ Mix flavors, and four IQ Joe flavors. And today, our listeners get an exclusive offer for 20% off plus free shipping. Just text Holderness to 64000, which is 64000. All IQ Bar products are entirely free from gluten, dairy, soy, GMO, and artificial sweeteners. Plus, they're packed with high-quality ingredients to keep you physically and mentally fit. And they have a bunch of delicious flavors like chocolate sea salt, which is my favorite, peanut butter chip, and wild blueberry. Don't forget over 10,000 five-star reviews and counting. Refuel smarter with IQ Bar's Ultimate Sampler Pack. That's seven IQ Bars, four IQ Mix Sticks, and four IQ Joe Sticks. And now our special podcast listeners get 20% off all IQ Bar products plus free shipping. To get your 20% off, just text HOLDERNESS to 64000. Get your discount. Text HOLDERNESS to 64000. That's HOLDERNESS to 64000. Message and data rates may apply. See terms for details. Shake it off means it's like minimizes what I have just gone through. 
And while I love Ted Lasso, you know, it, we even did a podcast of like be a goldfish and forget. And like we, we use lines of his in a podcast. The whole be a goldfish, I love the idea of it. And it's meaning like the goldfish has a, such a short memory, like they just move on. Love that for a, a sports analogy. But in real life, it, it's you're not a goldfish. I'm not a goldfish. You're definitely not a goldfish. Oh, I hold on to things. So here, here's a fun one that I know the answer to, but I'm just going to ask it. To, it's like a softball toss here. Uh, do you like it when something tough is going on in your life? And I say, oh, I can relate. This is what's happened to me before. Let's talk about me for a while. <laughs> it's my favorite. Well, you know, I try to do that to try to say like, it's okay what's going on. But I, I do that too much. Uh, I think that's human nature to want to relate to people and you relate to them through your experience. But sometimes like what I've gone through as a woman is a little different. Yeah. So if, you know, I'm talking about my period cramps, you're like, oh, yeah, one time I had a shoulder pain. <laughs> like, that's just not the same. Yeah. <laughs> not the same. Like grandmother- one time I was bloated. I ate a lot of Chinese yeah. food and I was bloated. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I knew the answer to that one. I just thought I would <laughs> oh. I would bring it up. You you do I think what you need during wartime is you need me to be there but at a certain distance to where when you're when I'm needed I will move in closer. Right. Um because too close is is no bueno sometimes. Sometimes. But too far away is very no bueno. Very no bueno. All right, so that's yours. Okay, that's so do you like it when you're going through stuff and I give you a big hug. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you like it when you're going through a tough time and I say, shake it off? No. What do you like? It? What's your, what, what are some words that help encourage you? You say I'm sorry a lot and I like that. I think a lot of it is when we're dealing with my parents, you just look at me and you say, I'm sorry. You ask me how I'm doing, even mm-hmm. when I don't think I need to be asked how I'm doing. Okay. But honestly, like not a lot of words. I think hug me. Just do, we'll do laundry together. <laughs> I don't know. Um, what else did you ask me? I'm sorry. I wasn't. I mean, I was paying attention, obviously, but it was about me. So I was focused on me. Oh, do you want me to hold your hand? Not anymore. Not after <laughs> hearing that I have a that there's a, a speed discrepancy. No, I think when we're sitting there, we I can do. Hold. I do like it when honestly, you know what I like is when you you don't even have to hold my hand. I like to touch your hands. Yeah. Like if you're just touching the outer areas of my hands and like the like the hair on my arm. So um, <laughs> I'm a little simpler than you when it comes to these things. So basically, you have to talk about how you're going to talk when times get tough. And again, this isn't just like in a fight. This is for life in general. You know, and we have talked about before, Penn's parents are both in assisted living right now and the visits have become tough. You don't love to, you leave there and you're like, I'm fine, I'm fine. Yeah, what I don't want to do, here's what I don't want. I don't need a trip down sadness lane. Mm, Like I'm already feeling it. I live on sadness lane. I I know. And And I want you to know that I am processing it and I am feeling it and I do have sadness and I don't think that it's building up inside me like a tidal wave about to be let go. Like I actively process it and feel it, Mm -hmm. but I don't necessarily want to share that with anybody. Okay. Because it's sad and and I've already been there and it's heartbreaking. And also when it comes to, when it comes to skilled nursing, it's just an endless sadness and it's the same thing over and over again. And what I like to do is talk about the good stuff that happens yeah. when we get out of those trips, because we've the, the the sadness will always be there and it's consistent. 
the inconsistent parts are the good things. And those are the things that I like to report. So to, I understand what you're saying, because I'll get back from these trips. And, and, and by trips, he means it's 20 minutes down the road. Yeah, when I go to see him and I'll say, oh, my gosh, it was great, dad. He couldn't say much. He couldn't really talk, but he kept smiling. And he, I could tell he was trying to say something. And I think anyone else hears me say that and they're like, oh, my God, that is so sad. But I've already been through all that. I know it's sad. You're learning that it's sad right now, and I'm sorry that you are, but what I'm telling you is what I saw today was by relativity happy, and it made me happier, and that's kind of what I want to dwell on right now. I think that's really healthy. I am in awe of that because I, yeah, it's hard. It's hard, and I'm, yeah. But thank you. You're always very good about that, actually. Alzheimer's is fun. Yeah, that actually is so okay. This has nothing to do with our podcast. One of my kind of goals for this year is I, there's all this new research about Alzheimer's and how they call it like type three diabetes, meaning it's like a blood sugar issue and inflammation. And there's like foods and supplements. And there's like all this great research about how you can pause that sort of whatever's happening. The cognitive in brain. decline. The is cognitive it, yeah. decline, but it starts 20 years beforehand. And so that's kind now. of where you it's are. Now. So a lot of it is diet related. So um, that is a goal of mine to, um, oh, we eat very clean. We, but but let's continue so. Right. Maybe like the people who sent us 9,000 Christmas cookies. I love you. But man, it was a problem. <laughs> it was a problem. We had people. I love these people. Look how lucky we are. I'm not complaining. I know. Uh, from people from LA sent us these cookies from LA. Oh my gosh! And then our amazing. friend from New York sent us cookies from New York. Yes. And I was like, let's have a taste test. New York, LA, all amazing. As yeah. it turns out, it was a tie. It was a tie. But really, the only true winner was diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. Yeah, Di- Wilfred Brimley, and I have diabetes. <laughs> The only winner was diabetes. Oh my gosh. Okay, next. Assume the best in your person. So again, I love the, this. yeah. So in the amazing race and in life, you're you're a partnership. But it's I think it's easy to forget that your person most of the time, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, is doing the absolutely best they can. So there are times in a relationship, I think we both feel this and we feel like we're pulling more weight than the other at home. And sometimes I'm just imagining you sitting there playing video games with PC. And yes, for a few minutes, you are engaging with our child and having fun with them. Um, but then I'm like, oh, I'm down here by myself doing all this stuff. But then I remember that 90, the 97 other things like the morning carpool that you do that I have weaseled my way out of that help our family and just because right in that moment you aren't taking out the garbage doesn't mean you aren't pulling your weight and i do have to remind myself that like we're all doing the best we can nobody's out to get you nobody's messing up or being lazy or being just just to spite you everybody's doing the best they can so so that says assume the best in your partner i think basically saying your partner's doing the best they can. And that's, that's a good way to look at it. And most people are. Now there, I mean, there are ways that if you're not holding your weight, like you can have a peacetime conversation about that, but in general, yes, the person that you're with is working harder than you think. Yeah. And just to when times are tough, we're all capable of different things, but assume that your person is doing all that they can handle and are equi- equipped to do. And that that was kind of, you know, th- that's that's a conversation we had years ago, but it, it helps me. I have to remind myself of that, honestly, that most people 
when I get when I'm disappointed or I'm upset with somebody, which is not like all the time, but I have to remember, oh, that's that's all they can do right now. Yeah. And give them some grace. And anytime an argument comes up, just being in that mindset or just having it in the back of your mind mm-hmm. is going to, won't that just make, it'll make you two closer together Yeah, when you're having that fight, like at least a little bit more aligned. So when it came to the amazing race, our big thing going in is, I mean, you get a, you do these tasks. They're very physical or mentally challenging and somebody has to screw up, right? Like somebody has to lose, right? You can't all win. Yeah. So, and it's on national television. And it's on national. So yeah. it's not the kind of thing that you can sweep under the rug. And this is not going to surprise anyone. It's not like they edit those parts out. No, they, that's what makes the show <laughs> is somebody screws on. up. So knowing that, you know, we are human beings and we're going to screw up. Just, I asked for grace beforehand. I'm like, if I'm the reason that we are out early, just assume that I was trying my best. And we had to, I mean, because those moments happened, like yeah. for everybody, for not just us, every every team and everybody, that you don't want to be the reason why, you know, you're out early. And I, I said the same thing. And y- your response was, well, it's not going to be you. It's going to be me. Uh, well, nope, that's not. That's what everyone thinks. And then uh, that's never the case, especially in a show like this. Okay, here's the last one, which we talked about in the book, too. And it does rear its ugly heads in stressful situations, particularly in big time wartime situations. Christmas could have been one of those times for some of you. It can be stressful, but you know how to hurt your person. Do not do it. You know exactly how to hurt your person. Stop and think about it. You may not have ever thought about it before, but you know how to hurt your person. You know exactly what words will hurt your person the most deeply. So don't use their insecurities or weaknesses as a weapon when times are tough. In a fight, it's easy to go to that well and just say, well, you always this. Yeah, you going, never to, this. going to hyperbole. Yeah. So I, I, my spidey senses go up when you or I, I mean, we can both call ourselves on this with is you always or you never. Nobody always is and nobody nevers, right? So that's when my spidey senses go up on that. that I'm glad we ended with that one. Don't hurt me. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I know we kept bringing up the uh, this amazing race thing. And again, like we're not going to just be talking about amazing race stuff, but it's starting tomorrow. Like, how are you? How are you feeling about this? Because we've had well from the first time that, the, that we shot it, we've had almost two years in between when this started and when it's going on national television. You have lived in a world for eight years now where you and your husband have been entirely responsible for the editing and production of your content and no one else could do it. So you can control what goes out there. So we've been having a form of those conversations for years since we went to marriage counseling, but really put this together in a organized conversation that we used a lot before going on The Amazing Race and the amazing race which is premiering tomorrow all right so yeah and i know i know we've been talking about the race a lot and if you don't watch the show it's totally okay we'd love it if you gave it a look tomorrow it's it's been on our minds a ton not just because you know we want to see what happens but because okay it's it's been two years almost Mm -hmm. right since we started doing this i don't remember a lot of what happened early on in that Mm -hmm. race I remember more. Oh, what I remember. I, what, 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 I, what I'm nervous about is you and I, for eight years, we left 
news mm-hmm. so that we could completely control the content and the platform around which we lived, right? Mm-hmm. It could be, we had total control over it. We could be as real as we wanted to. We don't propagandize and we don't, we, we don't put a false front out necessarily. We try to be as real as we can, but if we say something wrong or we mess up or maybe we like one, it. or one of us looks like a jackass, we can edit it out. Right. We don't have control over this for the first time in eight years. I know. I'm struggling with that like a little bit. I, I definitely trust that they'll they'll do the right thing, but I'm a little queasy and I, about it. I, and our goal was to not give them anything to use against us, <laughs> but only time and TV will tell. You know what? That might be our last allegory because you do. I mean, if... If someone says after that show, I got a bad edit, right? Meaning they did a million good things and the one bad thing that they did that was on TV. The answer to that is, well, then just don't give them anything. Yeah. Maybe that's an allegory to life. Like try not to give your partner anything to remember, because if you do a hundred good things and one bad thing, your partner's probably going to remember that one bad thing. We're all going to screw up though. We are. We are. I'm just, yeah. Anyway, but yes, the editing thing, I don't know what, like, what, what, what are we going to look like? Are we going to look different? I'm going to look younger. I feel no, like we're both going to look I've younger. Aged. I've, I've added some gray during COVID. Well, I added just like what stress does to your face. Like I know I, God bless America. Anyway, we, I promise not all of our episodes will be amazing race focus unless it's the recap episodes. And then those will hundred percent be all about totally. the race. I'm sure people understand it's coming on tomorrow. It's a big they, deal for they'd us. They'd like to know what our mindset is right now. And my mindset is a, I would love to be in Miami I know. and I'm bummed. We're not going to see our friends and B I have not been a part of something where I haven't had total control over it for almost a decade now. Yeah. So and does that make me a control freak? No. A little bit? No. A little bit. Um, we love you guys. Uh, thank you for listening. I hope this conversation was helpful about how to talk to each other when times get tough, because times do get tough, y'all. Hoping 2020 is good for everybody. Yay. Happy New Year. When do we stop saying Happy New Year? I don't think there's a nece- necessarily a statute of limitations, but now? Okay. I think like usually it's okay, once, you, once you get back to work or the kids go back to school. You just forget everything and it's the second semester and you got to move on. Okay. Okay, bye. bye.